Common Core. Common Core. Common Core. Common Core. Common Core. We're doing Common Core in New Jersey, and we're going to continue. From WNYC and New Jersey Public Radio, it's the Christie Tracker. I did not run for this job for failure. I could say it really nicely. I could say it in the way that you all might be more comfortable with. You conduct yourself like that in the courtroom, your rear end's going to get thrown in jail, idiot. I'm David First. We're here with Matt Katz, who covers Governor Christie for WNYC and New Jersey Public Radio, and Tom Moran, the editorial page editor for the Star-Ledger. And we're also going to be joined by John Mooney, who writes about education for NJ Spotlight, and by Republican strategist Jeanette Hoffman. And yes, we're going to be talking about Common Core. But uh, the governor had another busy week. He's been to Illinois, uh, New Hampshire, And uh, Matt, while he was making a speech in New Hampshire on Monday night, he started talking about what he would do during his first 100 days in office if he moved into the White House. And uh, Matt, it sounds like he's planning on spending about 100 days in New Hampshire this year. Yeah, I bet he is. I mean, it was a very interesting speech, I thought, because last week, remember, we talked about how he went to Iowa and he talked to those folks about his mother and and what she told him on her deathbed. And this was a way of him, you know, introducing himself to the folks in Iowa and explain to them who he is. But he started getting into a little bit of specifics about what a presidential campaign might look like. Seemed to be a step further than what we saw in Iowa. So he takes some questions and he he's asked a question about what he would do in office and he's he actually gives a three-point presidential platform of what his plan would be for the first 100 days. Now, now it wasn't like very specific and it's super vague and there's a million questions that it yields, but it's still, I mean, this was the first real like specific thing we had heard from him. So he said he would, in the first 100 days, revamp the uh, tax code in this country so people and businesses stop leaving the country. Uh, second, he said he would create a, a national energy policy. And third, he would reaffirm America's place in the world by reestablishing leadership. You know, a second thing happened, and this is very important for him if he hopes to go absolutely anywhere, and that's to sort of be himself and to kind of do the things that got him to where he is. And so he he said something that I don't think any other presidential candidate would say. I mean, it's not controversial. It's just like a very kind of Christie thing to say. He just told a story about when his youngest 11-year-old daughter asked him where he was going. He tells his 11-year-old daughter, Bridget, I'm going to uh, New Hampshire. And she says, oh, that president thing. And then she rolls her eyes. And and this sort of like my uh, kid is sort of sick of me running for president, this sort of joke and a little like window into his family, it's effective for him. And it's a little bit more personal than many politicians would get. It seems, Matt, that the big piece of news there is that Christie has announced officially his campaign for president to his daughter. <laughs> right. To me, the big thing is that he's getting back to the town hall meetings. That's where he excels. And I'm kind of surprised he hasn't dove on that already. He's very good at that. And, you know, he worked the room effectively again. You know, a a plate crashes in the kitchen behind him. He makes a joke about it. Other politicians get a little flustered by that, and it sounds small time. He's he's very good at this. So that, that really is in some way the big news. Well, I want to turn the clock back just a little bit. Just over a week ago, while making a speech in Iowa, Governor Christie answered a question from an audience member about the Common Core state standards, the, the set of academic standards that has been adopted by over 40 states, including New Jersey. Responding to the question, the governor said he had grave concerns about Common Core. 
about um, the way this has been done, and especially the way the Obama administration has tried to implement it through tying federal funding to these things. And, and that changes the entire nature of it um, from what was initially supposed to be a voluntary type of system that states could decide on their own. We're going to hear now from John Mooney, who writes about education for NJ Spotlight and who has uh, written extensively about the implementation of Common Core and the park test in New Jersey. Welcome. Glad to be here. Thank you. Governor Christie has been a vocal supporter of Common Core in the past. How, how deep was his commitment or is his commitment to this idea? Well, he he was early on when, when the state was considering this, and this would have been back in 2010, um, he signed on to it. it. It actually started before him under Governor Corzine. It's sort of a, a long evolution of the Common Core in general. But the state signed on to the, the standards in 2010, and, and he wholly endorsed it and continued to well into at least 2013. We're doing Common Core in New Jersey, and we're going to continue. And, and this is one of those areas where I've agreed more with the president than not and with Secretary Duncan. I mean, I, they haven't been perfect on this, but they've been better um, than a lot of folks have been in terms of the reform movement. And I think that part of the Republican opposition that you'll see in some corners in Congress is a reaction, that knee-jerk reaction that's happening in Washington right now, that if the president likes something, the Republicans in Congress don't. And if the Republicans in Congress like something, the president doesn't. That's the governor speaking at a school summit in Las Vegas back in 2013. Slowly, as as we started getting into 2014, you started hearing some rumblings that the governor was sort of starting to back off on it, and, and whether it be because of the presidential politics that was coming or his own issues. I mean, it, we, we were getting to the point, and this happened nationwide, with the Common Core as we got closer to the testing, which is starting next month. It, it all seemed so far away, but once we were really getting to it, the pushback started happening. And then this year, he st- you really started, he, he first said he had some real concerns and then some serious concerns. My real concern is about Common Core, um, and that's why I established this commission to take a look at it. And I'm hopeful that sometime in the next 30 to 60 days, they're going to come back to me with some observations and recommendations. Governor Christie speaking on New Jersey 101.5's Ask the Governor show in January. Yeah, I mean, that was when I really got the first inkling that this was happening. And there were there had been some talk about it. And, and actually, at the end of the last year, I wrote about how, um, you know, is he going to use the Common Core as, as potentially a way to differentiate himself from Jeb Bush, who's very much of a, a pro-Common Core guy. And, and and then the most recent was when he really explained it a little more and called it grave concerns. And his issue was feeling that it was tied to uh, federal funding. Where does the park test stand right now? That's the uh, the testing component of the Common Core Standards. It has a catchy full name, uh, the Partnership for Assessment of Readiness for College and Careers. It's happening. I mean, that is in, in New Jersey, at least. Uh, it is, it's down to 11 or 12 states. It was more than 20 at one point. A bunch have pulled back for a variety of reasons, not not permanently in some cases. Some cases it's only for this year. But New Jersey is going to be starting this test for every one of its students from grades 3 to 11 uh, in language arts and math, and it will be starting in, in March. Will the test have consequences? There was this uh, bill passed by the Assembly Education Committee that would prevent the results of the park test 
being used to evaluate teachers or to, or to have any effect on student placement, promotion, or graduation for the next three years. Where's that going? The bill, I think, probably will pass in the Assembly. I don't think it will get very far in the Senate. It might. Uh, I Certainly, I'd be su- somewhat surprised if the governor would ever sign something like that. But it's a bit of a toss-up now with his new position on this. And the groundswell is real. I mean, there are, at one point, I was going to say maybe a few hundred, maybe a couple thousand at most families who are going to refuse to take the tests at all. And I think it's, you know, I think it, we're, we're talking much more than that. I'm not not saying some 10% of kids, which would be 100,000, but I would not would not be surprised if there were tens of thousands of, of families who sat this one out. And it's for a lot of reasons. It's the concerns about testing in general, uh, the concerns about all the time that the testing takes, what it does to uh, instruction in general. You know, I think the groundswell was really rising up, and he was somewhat responding to that as well. So, I mean, in some ways he was able to, you know, kill two birds with one stone, where he was able to address the crowd in Iowa and the more conservative wing, but also your families and teachers and teachers' unions um, about the test back at home. John Mooney writes about uh, education issues and is a founding editor of NJ Spotlight. It was uh, his report last week that really sparked this whole conversation. John, thanks for speaking. Thank you very much. And we're joined now by Republican strategist Jeanette Hoffman. Welcome. Thanks, David. Thanks for having me. Is the governor flip-flopping when it comes to his position on Common Core? No, I, I don't think that's actually the case. I mean, if you listen to what the governor said in Iowa... He has some serious concerns about the way the federal government is tying funding to the implementation of Common Core. But I don't think this is anything new, David. I mean, back in July, the governor appointed a commission to study the implementation of Common Core here in New Jersey and make recommendations to the Department of Education as they see fit. So this is really not new ground he's covering here. And by all accounts, you know, as far as we know, we're going forward with park testing there's just a lot of rhetoric and misinformation about park testing that's going on right now. I know the teachers unions have launched a public campaign against standardized testing, and we're hearing a lot from them. If there's all this misinformation surrounding the park test, shouldn't the governor get out there? Shouldn't he be holding town halls? Shouldn't he get out to the public and try to correct any possible misinformation instead of perhaps spending so much time in (laughs) Iowa Uh, Chicago, New Hampshire? Well, I think, look, you have a great advocate for park testing and for what the educational mission of the governor is in the commissioner, Dave Hespie. And he's actually done that. The Department of Education, along with this commission on Common Core, has had hearings to talk about what park testing actually means, you know, what happens to students after they take the test, when, you know, these scores are going to actually mean something. So I think, you know, you have Commissioner Hespie doing that. And I'm sure Governor Christie is going to be talking more about this, you know, in the coming weeks. And as you know, David, on February 24th, the governor presents his budget address to the state of New Jersey. You know, I can't see into the future what the governor is going to do. But I'm sure education is going to be an important plan for Governor Christie going forward. And I think he's going to outline his priorities. Republican strategist Jeanette Hoffman, thanks for speaking with us. Thanks, David. When it comes to education, we are not a collection of states competing against one another. We're a single nation competing against the world. Nothing will determine our success as a nation in the 21st century more than how well we educate our kids. This is the Christie Tracker Podcast. We're here with WNYC's Matt Katz and the Star-Ledger's Tom Moran. 
Uh, Tom, next week is the governor's budget speech. Uh, In terms of his success in governing New Jersey over the next several years and for his presidential ambitions, how big a deal is this speech? Uh, It's a huge deal, and I'm hoping that this sort of makes him align what's good for New Jersey with what's good for his campaign. I mean, the big problem and the most pressing problem is the transportation trust funds broke. Bridges are falling down. Potholes are going unfilled. If he manages to find a solution to this, it would improve the state's bond rating and put the state on a firmer footing, which, given that New Jersey has the second lowest bond rating in the country right now, that could be a real problem for him if he doesn't fix it. And then the other second big piece is pension and health reform. So these are all real tough no-win situations he's faced with within the next week or two. Hey, Matt, uh, isn't it about time for you to get on the train? Uh, Of course, I'm talking about the annual New Jersey Chamber of Commerce walk to Washington and congressional dinner, which is actually a train ride down to D.C. uh, for dinner with the state's congressional delegation. It's actually a drunken train ride where uh, lobbyists and lawmakers and the media and assorted other political hangers-on, get on a a chartered Amtrak train and go from New Jersey all the way to Washington where they drink on board, pass around business cards, get off the train, go to the bar across the street traditionally, and then there's uh, a dinner, which very few people actually attend. The governor speaks at this dinner, but the real dinners happen afterwards, funded by uh, campaign committees and lobbyists. They go to steakhouses around Washington and talk about uh, New Jersey politics, presumably, and policy, I, maybe. Then they all pile back into the bar at the hotel until the very, very wee hours of the morning. Okay, well, be careful out there. Tom Moran, editorial page editor for the Star-Ledger. Matt Katz, reporter for WNYC New Jersey Public Radio, who also runs the Christie Tracker website. See you next week. Okay. Thanks, guys. The Christie Tracker podcast is a production of WNYC and New Jersey Public Radio. Thanks to Executive Vice President Dean Capello, Vice Presidents Chris Bannon and Jim Schachter, and New Jersey Public Radio Managing Editor Nancy Solomon. Our theme music is by 29-Hour Music People. You can subscribe to the Christy Tracker podcast on iTunes, and you can follow Matt Katz on Twitter at MattKatz00, that's Matt, K-A-T-Z, or you can follow Tom Moran at Tom A. Moran. I'm David First. Till next week. If what you want to do is put on a show and giggle every time I talk, well, then I have no interest in answering your question. 